0: Why life be like without total dependence, or increasingly total dependence on the Holy Spirit, on divinity, on God? I have no idea. It would probably be quite difficult, and there would be a lot of agitation and frustration, So I live my life, I aspire to live my life, I value, my value is to surrender, let go, pray for guidance and for understanding. Let go of any frustrations, any feelings that come up within me. That are not peaceful. Let go of my attempt to try to change things. And instead. Pray for the clarity. Which allows me to see. Why or how things are the way that they are. And when I have that clarity. Automatic. Wise action follows. So. Reliance on the Holy Spirit to me means always asking what I'm not seeing. So what am I not seeing here? Praying for a recontextualization. Because that recontextualization, meaning praying to see things differently to how I see them now until I see things with complete clarity. Because I can't make myself see things differently. Out of nowhere, suddenly, I just, like that, see things differently. It's not me. I don't do anything. There's nothing I do. Instead, it just comes. And I've noticed that the more I pray, the more deeply I pray, the more open I am to seeing things differently, the higher the occurrence rate of miraculous recontextualization, and a recontextualization simply meaning when you see the same thing in a very different way, so as the problems, problems when you saw it this way, now disappear, and this actually ties in really well with the One of the previous episodes with Eric about reframing, the power of reframing actually I think is what it's called, is actually problems only exist in the mind and they only exist when we see things a certain way. If we saw things in a different way, we could see it in the light of understanding and clarity and when we see things in the light of understanding and clarity, we have no problems about anything. When we see things clearly, we just, like, get it. There's no conflict. Conflict is simply the result of an incorrect or a limited, perhaps limited is a better word here, limited framing. So, recontextualization is when maybe an example, an example will, 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 will help this, help this quite a lot and i'm going to share something from my life we'll see how this goes which from a certain frame led to so much suffering like incredible amounts of resistance like you have no idea <laughs> but as it was reframed it just lightened and i saw it in the light of understanding and it became a lot lighter lot lighter it's still there the resistance is still there but it became a lot lighter and as i share this story please keep in mind reliance on holy spirit and how praying to recontextualize to see this differently continuously 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 praying to see things differently eventually sooner or later led to me seeing it quite differently not like on a conceptual level, but on an embodied perceptual level. So for me, there was a lot of resistance around this thought form that came up. I'm going to try to speak as precisely as possible here. So there was a lot of resistance that came around the thought form, I am gay. It came up, when that thought form came up, there was an incredible amount of resistance. Like, incredible and for a long time, I struggled with this. I didn't understand it. It didn't fit into the way I understood myself. The way I understood myself as this body, mind, which was, <laughs> funnily enough, very obviously straight. <laughs> um, and if you, uh, okay, so. Get this. I'll I'll do this as an explicit, um, explicit <laughs> episode. But I get to erections very easily, and those erections point in a very uh. Very particular direction, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying. So from a body perspective, the body, you know, is very obviously um, straight. But there was just so much resistance to that thought form that it just didn't make sense. And I was like so confused. And I was like, wait, what does this mean? Like, am I bi? Am I gay? Am I straight? Or like, what? What am I? <laughs> and I was like, what am I? I don't understand. Um, and like. So, for contextualization, the first time this came into my awareness was in, I, in ayahuasca. So, my first drinking of ayahuasca, where there was like a... ayahuasca, I saw the clouds sort of form into actually Batman and Superman. So, you know that like Lewis Lane kissing Spider-Man scene, like where Spider-Man's hanging upside down and they're kissing, um, so kissing Lewis Lane. Well, it was like that for me. But with Batman and Superman, so I saw batman and superman upside down and the the clouds were sort of like really vividly in the shape of that like not like as a mild sort of outline like really vividly unless you've done it or have some experience with it you might take that for granted but it's like really really vivid um so it started moving closer together and as the they moved close together i was like no 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 and because I thought they were gonna to go together to uh to kiss, but then as they actually moved together to kiss, I was so resistant. I was like, No, no, no! What does this mean? Wait, what does this mean? I'm so oh, there was just so much resistance. And then actually, the cloud really, funnily enough, Ayahuasca is quite a quite a character. Like has a personality. Um, the the spirit uh, is very like mischievous and likes to have fun. So in as they came together, the two images came together, um, I hope I'm not butchering the story here, but as the two images came together, they, uh, turned into, the clouds transformed into a laughing face, and it was, like, laughing at me, like, ha, 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 like, don't you get it, ah, ha, ha, you're an idiot, and I didn't get it, and I didn't get it for, like, at least two years, probably, (laughs) so it was, it brought up, that was the first time it came up, it came up um, again like that in ayahuasca in different forms, but it was, it all sat at the back of my mind um, unconsciously, and then later it would come into conscious awareness again, and I still didn't understand it, there was still like a tremendous, tremendous amount of resistance, like you have to understand that after my first ayahuasca drinking, when I, when I came into awareness to this, it was so shocking that my, my nervous system literally was shocked, like it was literally shocked, it was so out of the blue, so unexpected, that, um, and so, so, so outside of my understanding of myself, and my belief systems, that it literally shocked the nervous system, and because of that, I have great, great compassion for that, because I know what it's like to be so shocked, um, it's actually really shocking, like really shocking, tremendously shocking to have your belief system broken if you're not ready. Um in this case I don't I don't mind, like it all end up good. But that's that's where that's the value of gentleness to me is to just respect everyone's belief systems and whatever they are and however absurd they might seem, just like don't rock that boat. <laughs> you don't want the karma of that. Don't don't rock that boat. Everyone's got their own stuff. And to me, because of this, uh, I think it created a much greater compassion, uh, and gentleness towards the belief system of others and a greater openness because I was quite rigid before that in my views of the world and such. Anyway, that's a little backstory Bring you back in. So there was a lot of resistance and I didn't see it because I was looking at through the lens of this body mind, right? So this body mind, this life, which the body seemed to be quite obvious about what it liked, Um, but the mind was in a different space. So the body and the mind didn't seem to be aligned as one. Uh, And it was really confusing, really confusing for me. And so then I would pray. I prayed consistently. I just want to highlight through this story, however butchery it is, (laughs) that the point of it is that I prayed consistently for a long time. Okay, I prayed for a very long time. Every day I pray, every day. I open myself as much as I can. I can't open myself more than I can. And I'm not saying this to show off. I'm saying this so that you can see that this is available to you. To every day pray as much as you can. To open yourself as much as you can if you are unfamiliar with prayer. To just open yourself to seeing things in a new light as much as you can. To asking divinity to help you see things differently as much as you can. It's always available there and it does work sooner or later. You will just see things miraculously no matter what it is. And this one was a really big one. For me, it was like a really big one, probably the main one, uh, f- at least for this life, at least at this moment. And what happened was through this continuous prayer, I, I started to s- to sort of get hints at what was going on. I started to get hints at what was going on. I, I-, I explored like the options and I started to see that it seemed to not with this life like it's as though it was really real so this is something to understand it was really subjectively real but it didn't fit into the framework of this body mind and so it led me to needing to expand so I I could either constrict myself and suffer or suffer and expand myself (laughs) so move through the resistance that's the suffering move through the resistance and expand myself and that's where I came into, uh, to start to sense that it was coming from it from another life, from another life, and so for those that know, I'm a psych K facilitator, and I had a psych case session which I brought this up with the with the so I'm a psych K facilitator, but I myself enjoy having psych K sessions with trained facilitators because it's just really nice to have have to ha- have that clarity to help have someone hold space for you. It's really nice. It's really helpful for me. So I went to uh Duccio, who who you've you've um, maybe heard. He was the first episode I think in this podcast. Some fifty episodes ago or whatever that is now. Forty nine episodes ago probably. Um went to Duccio and we had a session and this came up. Um it came up and I wanted to work on it and there was a tremendous amount of resistance. And there's this balance we did in which I, I saw, it was sort of like an image. I'm not sure if memory, like a visual sort of, almost like a memory fragment, if I had to describe it. Um, I saw this, 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 this dude, and like I was pretty sure the dude was me, <laughs> being kicked out of home, being kicked out of home for for whatever reason, actually. But it was sort of like, due to the balance, no, that this dude was kicked out of home for being gay. And, you know, then it, it only lasted a very short while, and I looked at it, and I'm like, oh, wow, what was that about? do didn't really read into it too much. Um, but as I started to piece it together, what happened recently was, through all the prayers and such, um, is, that a friend of mine, a very close friend, um, it helped me intuit it, because she's really intuitive herself, and I was talking about what, what I was going through, and the resistance I had, and, and I could just, as we spoke, it just became clear to both of us, um, that, she's just like, Nick, Nick, I think you were a gay man in a past life, and she's like, Nick, like, in a past, so like, in the past where like, you know, you had AIDS for being gay, or, there's a lot of resistance, and I, I, I told her, I said, you know, I think so too. I think so too. Um, because there was so much resistance. It was absolutely incredible. Um, and it had no, it didn't really make sense within the framework of this life because my family is quite open. Um, quite open family. Like, yes, you have the resistance around high school. Like, geez. After this experience, I started to see, I'm like, sort of trembled for people who would say, heart gate, I would just tremble because I, I would, I experience for myself the, the consequences of that, of that resistance, of that, um, p- pressure of that, uh, it's like a sort of, because you can make fun in a, in a funny way, be like, like, for example, that, uh, that show, that show, uh, community with the, with the, or Parks and Rec with the, with the Asian dude who from Hangover, who's, like, hot gay, like, you can make fun of that way, but you can also make fun of quite a vicious way, which is, it's very common in, in high school, it's very vicious, like, so, basically, bully, um, very common, so I started to hear it, like, you know, you'd see words, like, gay cunt, and, like, oh, very vicious, and so I'd start to tremble if I <laughs> heard that, because, like, you have to, basically, karma, karma means that whatever you sow onto others, you sow onto yourself. So everything you do unto others, you do unto yourself and you have to reap the consequences of that. So that that's where forgiveness comes from is because you see that, oh my, like this person is going to sooner or later, eventually reap the consequences of that action. And so instead of being like, ha ha, what a dick, he deserves that. It actually, if you really just sit with that and you also recognize all the suffering within yourself and where that must have come from, the sort of past, the sort of past choices that would have come from, you start to get a much deeper compassion coming up because you see you're all in the same boat together. In the past, choices were made. They seemed like a good idea at the time, but really there were pretty poor choices leading to pretty, um, pretty poor Pretty painful consequences. Let's say that way. Anyway, that's like a little side story. I wanted to share the highlight of that. Being that I don't see how I could have gone through it without prayer. Because I would consistently pray to the Holy Spirit. So let's forget about prayer for a second. Let's go. Reliance on the Holy Spirit is this episode. This means that. I started to see, okay, so I want to explain this so that it can be contextualized to anything, including anything going on in your life. So like I saw, okay, here was forgetting the, like the, even the gay thing and just like applying it to anything. Be like, here's a thing that I don't understand. Here's something I don't understand. And when I think about it, it brings a lot of suffering and it brings a lot of conflict. And no matter what I seem to do, it's still there okay, then the question comes up, what do I do about it, and then the realization comes, you actually can't do anything about it, other than open yourself to experiencing it, and seeing it differently, because if you see it differently, if you see it in the light of understanding, of a higher understanding, which is like intuitive, more than it is logical, it's like You open yourself and the understanding flows in when it is ready, when the willingness is sufficient, when the karmic conditions are appropriate. You see things differently. So, in that sense, you can apply this to anything in life that is currently upsetting or agitating you. To just open yourself to experiencing it and applying the principles that You may have picked up on just from me sharing the story. And those principles are, because what's important is the principles, because those are the things you can emulate. You can embody those principles. The principles are, I don't know what the hell's going on, and so I was faced with a choice. Do I expand my understanding, or do I hold on rigidly? And so I held on rigidly, but I also was willing to expand. Expand my understanding. And that expansion eventually led to me seeing it differently. In that same sense, you've got a problem right now, something that seems like a problem, if it's contextualized in you know, a limited way. You can, you have the option to open yourself to seeing it differently through prayer and also humility by saying, you know, I can't help but see it the way that I can. This is how I see it. All I can really do is either welcome that, I see it this way, or try to change it. And when you try to change it, you'll see it just brings further suffering. So the way to see things differently is to actually welcome how you see it right now. Acknowledge how you see it. Acknowledge all the suffering. Be with it. Let it be there. And then rely upon the Holy Spirit. And to me, the Holy Spirit is that which comes in and suddenly recontextualize things suddenly the holy spirit shows you things differently it's a revelation in the sense that it is revealed to you you don't make it happen you can pray and that might increase the likelihood but at the end of the day it's not you it's the holy spirit that comes in and suddenly out of nowhere wow i see things differently where that come from that's what the holy spirit is to me that's what reliance on the holy spirit is to me And it's really, really powerful. And I think, like I said at the start of this, I don't know how life would be without it. It would be just very sort of slow, slow progress because the Holy Spirit can be supplicated or can be like, okay, so you know when you see a really cute kitten or a really cute puppy, you just can't help but pat it. You're just like, oh my God, that's so cute. I want to go pat it. In the same sense we can be that to that to the Holy Spirit. We can be a cute kid and an adorable pot of P that the Holy Spirit can't help but just come in and be like, Oh, I'm just gonna show it this this do it differently. I mean come on, look at this. So <laughs> we can be that to the Holy Spirit, to God, to divinity. And how we be that is through our willingness to accept it, to welcome it, to let it be there, and to just ask for help. At the end of the day, it's really just about realizing that we have always, we always have the option to just ask to see things differently. Lord, may I see this differently. And usually the Holy Spirit, like, responds very fast. Subtly, we just see things differently. But occasionally, occasionally, It seems like we're just seeing things in the same way. Or it seems like this thing isn't going away. And that's where persistence pays off. Persisting. Persisting. Persisting in prayer. Persisting. Lord, may I see things differently. You might see things a little differently. Maybe there's still some pain. Meaning there's still a different way to see it. Okay. Lord, may I see things differently. The words, they're great. But what's really important is the willingness to see it, to be that that which, which is always open and willing to see things differently, to be that which is gentle and kind. What does it mean to be a kitten, a cute kitten, or an adorable puppy to divinity, to the Holy Spirit? It means to be gentle with ourselves. Because... Like attracts like, right? So, if we want the Holy Spirit to come into our lives and reveal the truth, we have to be that, we have to become, we have to be that to which the Holy Spirit is drawn to. And what is the Holy Spirit drawn to? Well, it's drawn to that which it is. In the same sense that the, uh, uh, an iron filing with a certain polarity will, will align within an electromagnetic field, with that to which it is pulled. And so we can be that which pulls in the Holy Spirit. We can be, and what is that? That is, be kind to ourselves. Be open to seeing things differently. Question ourselves. Question the way we see things. Recognize that we don't know whether how we see things is how things are or just how we see things. Forgive ourselves for not knowing any better, for not seeing things differently to how we see them. And to just let ourselves be as we are and ask for help. That is probably... A good way to end the episode. (laughs) That's what reliance on Holy Spirit is. I hope it's clear. That this is an available route for you to take right now. That you can at this very moment. Open yourself to see things differently. You can question how you see things and ask. Is there a different way for me to see things? Is this. Am I seeing everything in complete clarity? Or is there even a greater clarity for me to see things? Is it possible that there's something obscure? That there's a limited perception somewhere? Is it at least possible? And could I open myself to seeing it in a greater perception? Greater perspective? Could I open myself to seeing things differently? And to asking God for help? consistently persisting at it, no matter what, until sooner or later, I see things differently in the light of peace, and in the light of understanding, in which no suffering is possible. When we see things as they are, no suffering is possible. As the saying goes for every teacher, Ignorance is the only sin. The only error is ignorance. When we see things, not as they are, but as they seem, that brings suffering. But when we see things as they truly are, suffering is not possible. I hope you've enjoyed this episode. Thank you very much for for listening and being part of this beautiful podcast community. You, you guys are what makes this, so thank you very much. And I'll see you in the next one.